Hello, and welcome to the home for infinite <laughs> losers. It's the podcast where, in the next five minutes, we're going to talk about every episode of the Dragon Ball franchise. Even this one. Yep. <sighs> yep, this is an episode. I'm Luke, and I got... Yeah, that was the, the voice of Mike. Hey, this is this is Mike's voice that you're and hearing right now. Emily's Emily's here. Dragon Ball's done. It's over. This is it. I wish Mike was right about that being the last episode. Okay. So that's a good ending, you know. It just uh It didn't hmm. have to move on to this. It didn't. It uh you know, we've been getting pretty positive on Dragon Ball for the past several episodes. And then uh they gave us Master Roshi. And boy, did, did they did they give us Master Roshi? Remember how confident you were that like, you know, hey, there's not gonna be any women's around, so Master Roshi's not gonna be super bad. He's not gonna have the opportunity. I thought. <sighs> Turns out that him having a woman woman around is the entire point of his next arc. Couple uh, episodes. Yeah, I don't think it goes for that long, but it. Uh... Luke, I don't think it stops. You keep you it's, keep you keep thinking it's gonna not be, and then it is. No, he he means like specifically, the arc of let's go oh, get having... Master Roshi a girlfriend, because that's right, what this episode's right. about, fam. Yeah, listeners. Yeah, but it's also what, what the about. next episode's about, and I mean, who's to say when it stops? No, I. Well, you're right that it might take longer than that. I I I believe I, I don't think it's that long till we're in the middle of the world martial arts tournament so i don't think they have much time to spend on this i just this I, is this is episode... wrong before y'all oh no you're right you're right this could listen i understand it could go bad as that my as that reviewer mentioned we do not do our research no <laughs> that's true <laughs> mike we we gotta uh, hope is all we have at this point my friend there's there's no hope in the world of Dragon Ball. No, we have to hold on. There's 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 only there's only piss and porn. <laughs> and uh misogynistic jokes about women. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Di- and differing body types than what's conventionally yeah. attractive. Yeah. Um Oh boy. It's episode fourteen. Goku's rival. The one like good part of this episode is what they named it after, so that makes sense. That makes sense. I like Krillin in this one. Krillin shows up, you guys. Krillin's in it. He That's something. Yeah. He, 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 he runs in a desert. Yeah, he rows a boat real good. He does some flips, so we'll get to it. Uh I guess let's just hop in. <sighs> Alright. Goku has just left the ruins of Pilaf's castle to go find Master Roshi to train oh, with him. One thing uh, I yeah. want to mention before we start is that listeners, I've not watched the Japanese version beforehand, but I'm mm-hmm. going to be watching it watching while it we yeah. recap. So. To discover what... How, I mean, I really... Did they make... I, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm just babbling. I'm, I'm not even saying sentences anymore. I, I hope the Japanese version isn't even worse. Let's put it that way. Goku's flying through the sky, and he realizes that he's back uh, near his house, and uh, decides he should stop and uh, get some clothes, since right now all he has is Oolong suspenders. Um, you know, honestly, with how 
Goku is, I'm surprised that he considers a lack of clothes a problem. I mean, honestly. It seems like That's he's just like, whatever. Why was that why he stopped? I mean, he also uh, I mean, went he, to get, like, a blanket and stuff. And yeah, he got some supplies. That's true. And, That's true. And, and he wants food, but then he ends up deciding to, to move on before that. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? Roshi's probably got some food. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, Goku is, uh... Goku's a bad house guest, we're gonna learn. And I mean, then I think are we... you surprised that he's a bad no, house not, guest? No, not in the slightest. No, no, no. But he definitely is one. Okay, uh, and then so... It... The yeah. Japanese title is... Uh-huh. Goku's rival? Appears. Okay. I just like how it's like... A sentence, and then like... Just the word appears. It's not like Goku's rival appears. Goku's rival? Question mark. <laughs> appears <laughs> great but then it cuts to uh bulma and the gang who i did not think we'd be seeing this early um we all kind of suspected this is probably filler material we don't know uh, because we don't we don't know i, I didn't look it said. up <laughs> we don't do our research yeah mm, but it, yeah, it, but it, it did seem filler. like it, it, it really it, like structurally it felt like the thing yeah. that was going to happen is like yeah we're saying this long goodbye to the crew we've been running with and we'll see them again in the future because the show goes on for five billion years. But right, like, right. it's time for Goku to go on a different like quest for a while, and maybe we'll see the rest of the gang in the year when the Dragon Balls come back. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, like you watch enough anime and you start to get a like sense for well, that scene's probably filler, right? Even the scenes here, like Bulma and Yamcha, feel slightly off model. Like it's not a, a huge amount, yeah, but they're not huge. They just like. They look a little off model. I remember there's a few episodes of Carcaptor Sakura that did the same thing where it's like they don't look that off model, but they're a little off model. They're and it's a little off weird. model. Sure, sure. Yeah, but the basic gist of it is, at the end of the last episode, we saw them fly off to the city to have their further adventures. You know that they're just gonna have off screen until we catch up to them. But in this episode, like, it's just Bulma's fucking plane goes down and explodes. Yeah. Uh huh. For seemingly no reason. Yeah, well, she yeah, just kind of, like, wanged a tree and lost a wing, like, she's just, uh... Well, she was already, listens. but she shouldn't have been that low to begin with, so it feels like the, the it was already dropping. I, I think, like, Yamcha yeah. said there's there's a few, it t- there's a few bugs left in them or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, weird yeah. Considering Bulma made them, but, but, um... Right, well, he, I, we don't know that yet, I know, though. but, um, but, but Yamcha, the Japanese version, just said we were over the weight limit. Oh, that makes more sense. But I'm surprised the weight limit is over is, with two people two, in it. <laughs> two people, a pig, and a cat. And, and, like, very small pig and cat. And the cat floats yeah. most of the time. <laughs> That's true. The cat does not add to the weight. <laughs> Wait, how does, how does Poir ride in the plane without contributing to the weight of the plane? Because Poir can float. Yeah, but wouldn't Poir need to be pushed along... Like, Poir, Poir can't fly as fast as the plane can. Well, right, but Poir could probably... Uh, you know what? This is getting into a d- discussion about physics uh, that well, yeah, I don't know like, if okay, we're like, prepared like to if, handle. If you're inside a train car... Well, you, well okay, wait, you, yeah, you... let's think about it this way. Because 
Okay. The air, it, I guess let's just talk about the physics of this plane so we don't have to get to the bad shit in this episode. Can I ask my question if, first? Oh, sure. Go ahead. If, sorry, if, sorry, if you, sorry. If you jump in a train car, do you, yeah. like, land of, like, a foot behind you? Or, like... Well, no. No, you, right. you keep moving with the plane because you were you were, you maintain the momentum of the plane. The thing is, Poor isn't, like, a, isn't like say, a, a skater who jumps off the skateboard. Poor is, like, a balloon riding in the plane. Yeah. So I don't know right, how that works. Right, but I think I well, but here's the thing: if it's a plane, if the cabin is sealed, which I assume it is, and like pressurized, then the air in the cabin is also moving forward. There's no force to induce drag on, uh, you know, poor. I think if you were in an airplane and released a balloon, it wouldn't like float, like shoot backwards after a few seconds. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been on a? Have you ever had a balloon on a bus? Because even then, I, I think like... the, the thing is though, my, my issue that I started with isn't that Poir is moving forward; it's that Poir, by right. being within the cabin pressure, would contribute to the weight. That's my. Uh, opinion. well, not oh, ooh, that's a good question. Okay, even if she, even if they do, they yeah. like are like a pound. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that's the other thing. This doesn't matter one way or the other, but yeah. Poir, Listen, I'm just trying floating... to find things to talk about other than what actually happens. <laughs> Fair. If, you're, you're right, you know, if Poir is floating in the pressurized air, then they are pushing against the air and inducing force, which maybe... I don't I don't think that works. I don't know if that's how weight works. Okay. If, if, if there's any physicists listening... <laughs> this is what you come to a Dragon Ball podcast for, folks. <laughs> yeah, if there's any physicists listening, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Explain the, the, the physics behind a floating, shape-shifting cat thing yeah. riding in an airplane. If, if you had a... a uh, let's simplify the problem and say you had an airtight sphere that was hollow and weighed it, and then had one that was identical except there was a balloon inside... Would it weigh more? I don't think it would. Well, I mean, balloon doesn't weigh anything on, like, that doesn't really... Well, let's say it's it's a big enough sphere that you can make a balloon that has a... Like, like or, a or it's a, a sensitive a, enough scale that you could tell. If it's a balloon that's, like, floating, it means it's lighter than air. So, like... It means it's lighter than air, but that doesn't... <laughs> this is so dumb. I'm saying it's very light. A balloon wouldn't matter. No, but I like, agree with you. I agree yeah. with you that it's light. I mean, listen, this isn't the only time the physics of Poirot are going to baffle us this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We, there's something Guys, else that happens. <laughs> I don't know if we can waste any more time um, making up <laughs> awful, like, airplane on a treadmill type questions about Dragon Ball. Okay, let's continue. What if Poirot um, shapeshifts on treadmill? <laughs> what, what if Poirot shapeshifts into an airplane and Oolong shapeshifts into a treadmill? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I got it. I got it. Oolong shapeshifts into three doors. Poir shapeshifts into a new car and hides behind one of the doors. I was gonna say that he can't turn into three doors, but you know what? There's nothing that says that. You can pick one door, <laughs> and then you have the option, that's opened up and Oolong's not back there, and then you can switch your door or stick which Wait, one. Wait, I thought Oolong was the doors! Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Poir's not behind the first door. You okay. gotta switch to your first, switch from your first new long door, or stick with the one you got. Okay, stop. What's the best option? Stop. Let's continue. I might, yep, I might, I my head's gonna melt from this bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I've had a long day at work. Just let's continue. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so the plane goes down. Um, yeah. Everyone barely escapes alive. Uh, yes. Bulma has a 
joke question mark where she thinks she's trapped hanging from a vine over the fire but then Oolong points out that there's actually just safe solid ground directly beneath her and she can just let go well no because yeah. like there is the fire underneath her she because he jumps like slightly to the left so i don't yeah, understand yeah, yeah. him being like you can just jump down when like no she can't just jump down like right there she's is a fire reason down there and her ankles hurt so she's reasonably upset like right she lands and immediately mm. falls over because of her damaged ankle so that's a thing that carries over from the last episode is is uh, Schrodinger's uh, ankle injury here. Right. Is that Bulma, like, her, her, like, I guess they just forget about whether or not her ankle is hurt from scene to if, scene. If, if Bulma twists her ankle and then Poir shapeshifts into a box that she puts her ankle in, is the Fuck ankle off. hurt? Or... I'm so <laughs> done with this shit. <laughs> I, I don't even know why I'm so angry at this conversation, but I'm so mad, mad at it. I'm so mad. So, so, does, mad. So, so does Oolong in the scenario transform into the poison or into the yeah. electron? Ah! Yeah, he turns into the radioactive isotope that may or may not deplete. Fuck off! <laughs> God, if you shapeshift into a radioactive isotope and then you deplete and then you shapeshift back, are you like, like what's happened to you? That's a great question. <laughs> I would have to understand more about what radioactive isotopes depleting means to answer it. <laughs> I know that's a thing. I really don't know what it means. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> anyway, the, the plane blows up. The plane, the plane explodes, and uh, they're stranded in this jungle, and Bulma kind of looks towards Yamcha, and she's like, well, I mean, stranded on a desert island with my new boyfriend ain't that bad. And then a giant pterodactyl flies by, and she's like, oh, yep, it's bad, let's go. Uh, <laughs> they oh, hear no, what sounds like a human voice yelling, but Bulma is not interested in investigating. But we see a mysterious figure cloaked in shadow, leaping among the trees, punching him down and shit. Yeah, I bet this mysterious figure is the coolest motherfucker in the world. I bet he's the titular rival. Yeah. He, he seems real cool. I bet he's going to be, like, the best character in Dragon Ball. He's, he's this cool. episode frames Krillin as the coolest guy ever, and it's the la first and last time that's going to happen. Luke! Spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, Krillin, like, punches... Yeah. They, they can't even, I'm sorry, Han, they, they can't maintain the facade that Krillin is cool through to the end of the episode. And, and I mean, I don't we know get why he's blue in here because they don't obfuscate his like his himself. They don't obfuscate Krillin in any way other than the fact that he's blue. But he's in like a well lit area. Why is he blue? It's They're just how, trying it's to how you imply that he's all shadowy and mysterious without spending yeah. a lot of money. Well, then make yeah, exactly. shadows there. Like why did? Yeah. Whatever. They could have been in a shaded area. And it's not. It's like well yeah. lit. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, we we get to see our first view of Krillin, who's very proud of himself for punching down a bunch of trees. And you know what? Yeah. He should be. Goku has packed up all of his supplies to go have a sleepover at Master Roshi's, which is something no one should do. Ever. Ever. We get some, like, fun shots of him just flying through the forest on his Nimbus. He's kind of just... He's having fun, like, playing in the woods that he grew up in with the Nimbus cloud for a little bit before he, like, takes off for the ocean. And the, and the voice actor's having yep. a great time going, Wowie! 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 Zowie! But, um, <laughs> yeah. This is kind of the moment where we realized, so, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, we were under the no, impression we that we would watch this episode and then immediately turn around and do the next Dragon Ball movie. 
but then when we got to this episode, it was A, so much slower paced than we were expecting, and B, had so much more stuff happening than we were expecting. Because yeah, again, no I, research. We are very quickly going to have to watch the next Dragon Ball movie. Uh, what is it, like, something, something, Princess Castle? Great. Sleeping, sleeping, whatever, Devil Man Castle? I'm glad we have I don't the know. name of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a very quick turnaround on that one. But it's it's a little later than we thought it would be. But I yeah, I yeah. Like and I mean, we we'll... want to be prepared for that or anything. Sleeping yeah. Princess in Devil's Castle. That's what Sleeping it is. Sleeping Princess in Devil's Castle. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but like as we're about to get to, there's there's a lot more just farting around in this episode than we were yeah. expecting, and most Which, of it is bad. Most of it's bad. Like I'm not opposed to farting around, but I'm opposed to these farts. <laughs> These are bad farts. <laughs> this the, so there's good farts, man. I mean, yeah, but not here. Yeah, yeah, farts can be hilarious, but I mean, like this is not wrong. Yeah, yes, but this 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 is this is like you know uh, you're in bed with someone and they're giving you the Dutch oven and they've been eating eggs. Ugh, ugh, gross. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Goku arrives at Master Roshi's and. Master Roshi's gonna is doing something that he's gonna be doing a lot throughout the franchise. He's watching some women's aerobics video. They're doing like leg lifts, and there's specifically like a close up of his sunglasses with their like in the reflection in yeah, the reflection we, of his sunglasses. Yeah, he's just looking yeah, it's, right. It's, it's just at, straight up the crotch. Yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah, looking right yeah. at the pussy. This is he's, yep. he's zoning in on it. Mm-hmm. Goku is so, trying so, to yeah go ahead. So as as far as as far as things for people to get off on like yeah exercise videos is one of the lowest tiers right sure like just straight up like at that point you're just like come on dude it's yeah just get some porn man like and here's what I'll say about this part it's it's creepy and I don't like the the emphasis on Roshi uh's porn Roshi's porn time that's bad. It's better than he's been so far because he's not directly sexually harassing a person yeah, in I mean, his like, presence. I I don't like seeing this dirty old man look at these girls dancing, but I look at porn. Like, whatever. Sure. He's going to harass someone by the end of the episode. No, no, no. no, no. Yes, it's going to get worse. I'm just saying this scene in isolation is... I don't like it, but it's better than pressuring a 16-year-old girl into flashing him, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, as where we begin this episode, like, this really sets the tone yeah. of, of it the, certainly the does. wacky hijinks to come. Yes. Uh, Goku is trying very hard to get Master Roshi's attention, but he uh, is just transfixed by these uh, nylon-ensconced vaginas i do want to um, point out that i said well we because wa- we all watched the episode together for a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a unique uh we don't usually do that and uh, I, I said i said thank god he's not cranking it and luke said right. you think he isn't well yeah I, I explained that master roshi is a master of the human body and it's chi and if you don't think that he can uh masturbate without touching his dick then you are underestimating master roshi's prowess as a martial artist now see i don't want to concede that point because Based on what I know of the character, if Master Roshi is just capable of masturbating without actually doing anything, he would yeah. just be doing it constantly. Who's to say he's not? I would like well, to say he's not. <laughs> I would very much like to say he's not. 
There's, there is a part in this where it looks like, yeah, he finished. Yeah, he just finished. <laughs> like, what's he? What's this video? Mm-hmm. As he just kind of like, if I, <sighs> all right, what now? It was. It was more like a. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's next? <laughs> like you know, like uh, he, that is a exasperated sigh. At least in the English right. version. But uh, yeah, Goku like screams in his ear to get his attention, and Roshi's like, "Oh, hey, dude, that wasn't cool. Can you leave me alone? I'm trying to jerk it." And Goku starts whining that he's hungry, and Roshi points him to the fridge, and Goku proceeds to eat all of his food. Every yeah, last bit. When you tell Goku <laughs> to help himself to whatever he wants out of your refrigerator, you have made a Great you have made a mistake. fatal tactical error. <laughs> yeah, yes. he uh, and he Goku, eats it, the it, raw sticks of butter that Roshi has in there. It, it, it seems like um, he's never seen a fridge too, because he, when he opens up, he's like, "Whoa, it's like winter in here," kind of thing. And yeah, why has he got yeah. all this food in this box? Right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I still kind of love uh, Goku is just kind of a, a wolf child raised in the wilderness. Joke. Oh, yeah. No, Goku's great. Like right yeah. now, like he's not he's not padding crotches anymore, so he's a lot better. Goku has improved dramatically as a character. But yeah, like like he he ate a whole stick of butter, and like we can see like we got a shot of him where it's like his flies undead, so his belly can stick out. And yeah, got, like, and he just has his... butter smeared all over his face. <laughs> it's a lot. I listen, l- listen. This episode and probably several episodes to come are going to involve a lot of talking about how much we hate Master Roshi, rightfully. Mm-hmm. But credit where credits due, he has a little penguin fridge magnet that I like a lot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> penguins are good. It just I mean, says again, penguin three. That's the that's the part that makes everything with Master Roshi even more frustrating. Yes. Like and we've we again we've talked about it before is if you could somehow like just go in with a scalpel and cut away the whole fucking creeper stuff from him. Yeah. What remains is actually really great. Yeah. Like, when he's just a kooky old man that also knows the secrets to unlocking your inner energy. Yeah. If he was he's awesome. Just a kooky old man. He could right. Be really funny. But, but then he's... half the time that kookiness becomes disgusting, and I hate him. Yeah. He. He. I mean that really sums up the show. Like. Master Roshi yeah. is really Dragon Ball in microcosm. He kind of is, you're right. And that's real unfortunate. <laughs> because, listen, we're going to talk about how much we hate Master Roshi. If I remember some of the stuff about these episodes, there's some good Master Roshi moments in them also. But, yeah, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, so Master Roshi yeah. watches the workout video to completion and yes. they sign off. Oh, God to completion. <laughs> that phrasing, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now that Roshi is actually paying attention to Goku and very sad about all of his food getting eaten, Goku explains that he's come here to train under him, and Roshi's first question is whether he brought Bulma with him. Is that Pafu Pafu girl here? Uh, Yeah. And Goku says, oh no, they they all went home, they're probably just kicking it at their pad. That's how Goku talks. We cut to them and they're not doing that. No, they are wandering through the desert because... How did they get from a jungle to a desert? Mike, they are real lost. I will say, this is Dragon Ball World. It's like going from one zone to the next, like in an MMO. Right, yeah, it's it's very much... It's the, <laughs> Dragon Ball takes place in the same world as Sonic the Hedgehog, where when you reach <laughs> the end of the, the grass world, you end up in the desert world. <laughs> They just cross through a loading zone. God. Yeah, like like you walk past a billboard that flips around, and all of a sudden everything is a completely different biome. 
There's parts like that in FF14 where, like, you'll be in Gridania oh, sure. and, like, the next area will be Thanalan and Gridania's a yeah. forest and Thanalan's a desert. And it's just, like, kind of, oh, you're just in a new area now, I guess. And it's, there's sometimes yeah, a yeah. little bit, like, there'll be, like, a little bit of foliage in the very beginning of that area of Thanalan, but it's just desert, like, immediately. Right, right. Um, but they, uh, they feel like they should have reached civilization by now. So, Yancha does one of the more baffling things in this show so far. Yancha's doing a lot of weird shit lately, between making that sword out of rocks, and now he has Poir shapeshift into a fully functional compass. Which, okay. How do, what, um, okay. Guess that's just a thing Poir can do. Yeah, Yeah. I mean... I mean, we, we, we brought it up off-air again, but, like, you know, we with with Oolong and the soup, you know, that kept happening. Yeah. But there's a weird thing with, like, Poir and Oolong's shape-shifting is so potent that whatever they turn into, they turn into, like, a completely fully functional version of whatever that thing is. Yeah, I, I guess realistically it's not that... A compass is not that weird of a thing. It's just... <laughs> Something about it was just like, wait, what? I mean, they they <laughs> cut off Goku's tail by having uh, Poor turn into a pair of scissors. Yeah. And like, I I don't and like, there's the whole stuff with Oolong where like, when he shapeshifts, he can smash buildings and shit. But like, yeah. I, I don't. It's kind of confusing. And I mean, like, obviously, just bottom line, it's magic. You can just be like, oh, it's magic, sure. and like. Yeah. But well, I, I I gotta say, uh. How's come they didn't do this to start with? They just know they were going the right way in the first place. Because what happens is that Yamcha realizes Quick, that they've one been thing going quickly. As yeah, I want to say, um, Oolong and the Soup, the memoirs of the Home for Infinite Losers. God, <laughs> that'd be the name of a book about us. <laughs> Oolong and the Soup. <laughs> o- Oolong Soup for the teenage soul <laughs> with attitude. Uh, ri- river piss, thumb soup, and other unpleasant liquids. I meant, I meant, uh, I meant we'd be like oolong, and the and the soup for the teenage soul. Totally, parentheses spies. Reference every single uh, podcast on E. No same in the title. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they find out that they've been going south this whole time, and I don't think they say which direction they should have been going. But it they wasn't thought south. They were going north, and then they turn. Okay. It got turned yeah. around somewhere. Yeah, because that's yeah, the exact yeah. opposite way. Uh, Oolong says, and those panties okay. on his head got to be getting real sweaty. Oh, it's got to be so gross. Well, they're the world's most para- uh, comfortable pair of underwear, so they're they're probably yeah. actually like really like keeping him cool. I guess question yeah. mark. Yeah, they breathe. Is this the um, last we see of this crew in this episode? Uh, is it? It might be. I think, yeah, I think the as far as we know, here. we leave off with them in the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah but this is where he, Krillin runs by again. Well, well, before that, we do get. Listen, we gotta we gotta point out the positives here because yeah, yeah, there's not crazy. many of them. Right, right, right. Bulma's ankle is bothering her again, and we see that they bandaged it up after the the plane crash and. Yamcha comes over to redress the wound, and, like, he takes his bandana off of his, uh, neck, and, like, it's just a very cute moment of him taking care of his new girlfriend. It's nice. And he's like, she's like, thanks, Yamcha, and he blushes, and it's cute. Yeah, it's, it's all very cute. And then, yeah, they see, they see, like, dust clouds in the distance, right? That is Krillin. Speaking of things we like about these characters that are kind of weird knowing about where they eventually go... 
Yeah. Here's Krillin running through the desert looking like a badass. Speaking of where they eventually right, go, yeah. uh, Yam- Yamcha and Bulma are obviously not fated to be together forever, but I did want right. to mention that as of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, yeah. Fr- Frieza is very much into him, so he's got a future there, I think. That's true, that's true. Yamcha and Frieza, the ship no one knew about. It's really good. <laughs> the ship no one knew they wanted. Yeah. I loved it, like... It's Frieza's, it's pretty funny. It, it's great because Frieza just keeps dropping like that handsome guy. Like he keeps complimenting yeah, Yamcha. Yeah, he sees Yamcha. He's like, <laughs> I didn't realize the humans had such handsome members of their species. Yeah, he's just so into Yamcha. And like and Goku walks up, he's like, "What's going on, guys?" And Yamcha's like, "Goku, you ruined the mood." And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally a line in the game. <laughs> God. I love uh, it. So, so anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah, Krillin is Sonic the Hedgehog levels. Yeah, uh, go for it. A, a uh, flesh-colored streak speeds by. Not blue. Yeah. And it's Krillin the Monk Boy. Yeah. Right, and he's just like muttering to himself, Yo, Master Roshi's gonna make me so strong and tough. That's how Krillin talks. Yeah, God. you're not wrong. That's kind of what his voice sounds like now in this, in yeah. this version. He's fucking diminutive. We, we smash cut to, ma- to Master Roshi <laughs> committing a crime. To the best Thing Master Roshi's ever no, going to do in this series. No. The one time I like him in this episode. No. He pours beer into a wine He's, glass and I hate he, him. He has a wine glass and he cracks open a can of beer and pours the beer into the wine glass to drink it out of. No. And I love him. It's bad. I'm a wine so and wine glasses are for wine or when I'm feeling a little special, chocolate milk. <laughs> you, you know what? You want to you want to know what makes this even better slash worse, depending on which of the two of you I'm talking to. Huh? Uh, Goku ate everything in the fridge, which right. means this is a warm beer. Oh uh, yeah, a nice lager. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, unless he has a yeah. fridge. Does he have a beer fridge? Like a mini. Fridge? He might just have a separate beer fridge. But like he drinks beer like throughout the series a lot. So yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't mean like he's constantly drinking. It. I just mean like it happens occasionally. I, I am not much of a drinker, but God, if I was, I would absolutely drink beer out of a wine glass. That is uh, that is the best I don't give a fuck move. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> that is, I, I want to be classy, but I'm honest with myself that I'm trashy. I like beer and I like wine. Sure. Do not put beer in a wine glass. I kind of want that to be the title of our memoirs: is beer in a wine glass. Plus, yes. Beer out of mugs is so good. I love having a like a big frosted mug and a beer. Oh in sure, it. that's oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. Beer in a wine glass is a real move. <laughs> I like it. It's a fucking power play. You would leave. Exactly. You would. It is. I do not care about your your social conventions. I'm drinking beer out of a wine glass. You're a monster. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, then I immediately flip back to hating Master Roshi because he explains that uh, he will not train Goku unless Goku finds him a girl to date. Uh. Yeah, it just tells Goku, hey, go kidnap a woman. Bring Basically. Yeah. And he explains he wants her to have nice skin and not... I've, be... I've, seen you, I've seen you turn into King Kong. Find me a blonde. Bring her here. Yeah. You know, not not too young, not too old. What if that was the real plot of King Kong if he was just trying to get that girl to Master Roshi okay. so he could train? There's a joke here in the Japanese version, but it's also, like, I'm pretty sure it's edited to make sense in English. Oh, in the subtitles, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, what, let it, me what listen, is it? Let me listen to it as I watch this over. I'll turn okay. up the volume. Uh, well, Master Roshi says, bring me a pitchy, pitchy gal here. Do sure. that, and I can train you. 
And then Goku says, what's a bitchy, bitchy gag? Oh, what? Okay, he does say bitchy, bitchy gag in in the, in the voice acting, but it probably does not yeah. mean bitchy like we would think of it in English. I mean, it, it, it might be like a cross-lingual pun. There's a lot of that stuff in anime. It's true, but it, like it, yeah, he might be I saying mean, both... B-I-C-H-I if, if you right. properly romanized it, but they're romanizing it as the word bitchy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. In the English weird. version, Roshi says gal, and and Goku's not familiar with that word. It's, this, it's right, the same yeah. basic goes, joke What's a time. gal? Yeah. yeah, he says gal like he rhymes with cow. He doesn't understand gal. But, um... And yeah. he says it's a cute, lively young woman is what pitchy pitchy gal means. So he's yeah. gonna go bring her one of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Goku hops onto the Nimbus Cloud to go find someone for him, and Roshi wants to explain the type he wants, and Roshi, Goku's like, no, no, I get it, you just want a friend. And Roshi just kind of, like, stares at him, and is like, yeah, friend, I don't want to commit any crimes on my private island in international waters. Not at all. Oh, God. Listen, I don't like it either, but look at him. No, it's worse. Oh, what? What, in the um, Japanese version? He, Roshi says, I want to make sure you know what a pitchy, pitchy young gal is. Uh-huh. And Goku says, it's a guy with no winky and lots of spunk, right? I hate it. Dragon Ball's bad. Dragon Ball got a Oh, man. Anyway, so Roshi lists off some other stats, uh, Im- yeah. important important character stats for this uh, this lady. Right. Yeah. Uh, he wants her to have nice skin. Uh, yep. Wants her to be not too young, not too old, and he wants her to be funny. Wants yeah. Have, he wants her to have a sense of humor because personality oh. is so important to Master Roshi. Yeah. Yeah. He does not mention any personality shit in the Japanese. Uh, well, no, no, no. He doesn't care about her personality. He needs her to have a sense of humor. So that he can play off all of his gross sexual harassment as, oh, I'm just joking, babe, and she'll buy it. Yeah. I hate all of this. I hate all of this. One thing that's not bad is that he he notices that Goku doesn't have his tail anymore. Yeah, because yeah. Goku's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm not sure where it went. Must have gotten bored. Yeah. And then Goku flies off to find him uh, a gal, and uh, Roshi just kind of mutters to himself, that kid's a fucking idiot. And, like, that uh, part... Again, it's funny, but again, if you could just take a machete to Master Roshi, you can make a good character out of what's there. Like you don't have to add anything to make him good; you have to subtract. And uh, Goku but could also stop mentioning genitals. That'd be great. Yeah, at least he didn't in the English, English version. Yeah, thank uh, God. I mean, yeah, yeah. One, once again, like the English version, at least more tolerable than the original yeah. version of the of the show. So we got we have a commercial break. Have we have we really mentioned the uh, eye catch as we go no, to and from? We might have before? been like the first episode, but it's pretty good. It's like uh, Goku is spinning an umbrella, and Oolong throws the Dragon Balls onto it, and he does that like uh, umbrella juggling routine that people do. And then like the returning is they switch places, and Oolong tries to do it, and he just either Goku doesn't throw the balls right, or Oolong doesn't spin the umbrella right, and they all just clear fall about down. That. Is it is it? Goku's fuck Yeah, up I don't know whose fault it is. Up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about umbrella juggling. <laughs> but, uh... Although it did inspire me uh, a few weeks ago to look up umbrella juggling videos on YouTube, and that was a fun YouTube hole to fall down. <laughs> right, People cool. are very good at doing tricks with umbrellas. Nice. 
but so when we cut back, uh, yeah. Master Roshi is in a magenta suit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dancing around, setting out wine glasses and. What if that's, do you think he just rinsed out the wine glass full of beer he had? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he um, only has the two. He doesn't he, have a whole set. <laughs> yeah, he's he's chilling a bottle of wine, and then he does one of my favorite things he's ever done. Yeah, made Luke freak out while we were watching it together. He, he opens up a closet and just has a wide selection of different colored turtle shells. <laughs> it's pretty good. And he's like, which one will make me look good? And it's like the pink one he ends up deciding on, which... Yeah. Again, in a different character, that would have been cute. Uh, he picked yeah. the pink one. Yeah, all of this is... Again, yeah, if, if you can just make it better, it's funny. But then Goku comes back uh, with the girl he's found... And Roshi comes out very excited. But here's the thing, guys. This woman is super tall and very muscular and has a deep voice and weird bangs. And so it's uh, Yako, am I right? Yeah. She's supposed to be, like, a strong woman. She's, like, a a bodybuilder type. She's carrying dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very wide. She's got a bit of chub. Right. I mean, but also... Everyone in this episode has a weird bit of chub. Everyone's just drawn like a circle in this episode. But well, she's a woman, so it's like, not okay for her to be yeah, drawn that exactly. way. Yeah, exactly. Like she, she's fine. She looks fine. Yeah, I'd go on a date with her. She seems sure. like a cool and girl. Also, she's like she's super buff and cool. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and here's something that, that Emily pointed out while we were watching. Every girl, every failed attempt that Goku brings back rides with him on the Nimbus. So he's yes. somehow miraculously finding women who are pure of heart. Right. Uh, so I mean, this this is a honestly, lady who's like I don't know, fifteen feet tall. Yeah, and is pure of heart. I'd say that's a pretty good catch. I'd say so. I, and honestly, Goku, you know, he's a dumb shit. But I feel like this was a good call on his part because he doesn't understand that Roshi's the worst. And he thought, oh, this woman uh, will have stuff in common with Master Roshi because she also trains to be really strong and tough. Yeah. Also, Luke, you would say that it's good that she's 15 feet tall. Listen, we don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> I mean, that, was, that wasn't what I was trying to do, but, like, yeah. They, Master Roshi sends that woman away and brings Goku inside to explain. He's like, all right, I got to teach you about telling the difference between... I, I, I got to tell you about... We got to get you on board with toxic masculinity, Goku. We really need to teach you to be more misogynist. So he pulls out two headshots, one of, like, a beauty model and one of a woman with, like, just kind of messy hair and glasses who just doesn't have time for your shit. And uh, Roshi cool. asks him which one's hotter. And and Goku's like, I like yeah. both of them. And I like right. that yeah. good Goku, you know? Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. And Ro- Roshi's instantly like, Ugh! Just get me one like the beauty model, please. Yeah. And, yeah. Like this is this is a this is like an extra layer of fucked up because like it is like they're demonstrating here and it's a serious plot point and like, you know, Goku can ride the Nimbus. Like, listen, Goku's done a lot of fucked up stuff, but it's yeah. it's always because he's naive. Yeah, it's always naivete, yeah. Yeah, he's like he's a pure hearted kid and almost immediately Master Roshi's like, Okay, kid. We're gonna. We have to train you how to fucking judge people for how they look. This is super right. important. So Let me get out these fucking flashcards. 
Yeah, yeah. God, Master Roshi's the worst. I don't I, think any of it sinks yeah. in, which is good, because Goku doesn't really become misogynistic or anything, as far as I know. But maybe Not I'm as wrong. far as I remember. Master Roshi has a headshot of a woman he considers ugly around just to explain that he thinks what he thinks an ugly woman looks like. That's he all he, he has that picture he for. He doesn't have a printer. Like, it's not like he just looked it up. Like, yeah. you're right, yeah. But Goku flies off to try again, find him a better girl. Meanwhile, Krillin is in a rowboat below, just snacking on some rice balls. Krillin's having a great day. <laughs> he's just going on a... He's having a fun time knocking yeah, down really trees cute. and eating rice balls. I do, I do love yeah. that, like, all the shots up until this point were to show us, like, how strong and fast and impressive right. Krillin was. And it's just like, he's eating. He's just having <laughs> a snack. Lunch. Uh, but cute. Goku comes having, back having them jelly donuts and uh, for some reason Master Roshi's like <laughs> hiding behind his house well, yeah. in, case, in case it's a weirdo he says oh uh, right 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 yeah, he doesn't in case want... Goku fucks up again yeah uh, but he looks around the house and Goku has found a gorgeous woman with a deep breathy voice it seems like he's gotten exactly what Master Roshi wants. It's perfect. She's really cute, and she's got like a little. She's got a shirt that says "Pie Pie" on it. It's cute. Yeah. She's got like nice eyeshadow and right. purple hair. And, yeah. And Roshi's but, like, "Hot dang, Goku came through for me." Now, so here's the thing: they, the shot makes a point of having the Nimbus uh, obscure the lower half of her body. Yes. Because uh, that's a gag that's coming up, and yes, uh, it like. Luke and I, at least, were bracing ourselves for transphobia. Cause yeah, Emily yeah, already, because Emily had already seen it, she was like, oh, you she's know kind what of a deep, is, breathy right? voice, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I thought, like, I haven't seen it recently, I just kind of remembered what the gag was. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh... Yeah, but between between the voice and the fact that Emily was like, hey, guys, this is gonna suck, get ready for it. Well, I, like, I didn't say that, I just said, like... No, 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 but, oh, yeah, that's... Joke. And then I said, that's like, the vibe we picked up yeah, yeah, from Yeah, I was like, I remember the I remember the joke is, and then I said, like... Have you guys gotten it yet? And I kind of said it in like, uh, right? I, I, in a me, admittedly, like kind of like an annoyed way, but only because I was right. annoyed at the overall episode. <laughs> sure, that's totally fair. Yeah. But no, we were both because what happens is Roshi gets Goku to ask her if she'll go on a walk with him, and she says that she would rather go for a swim. And uh, at this point, what we, what me and Mike thought the joke was going to be. Was that they change into swimsuits, and then Roshi sees this woman in a swimsuit and gets mad about her body, and that's the joke, and we were really... Because that is that is on par with the level of awful jokes they've been doing this episode. Yeah. Um, so he asks like, for a walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the Japanese version, he says, Go get that gal's panties and bring them here. Son of a... Mm. Um, uh, and I bet he freaks out because the response is she's not wearing any. Oh sure, uh, yeah. God, mm. but uh, but still, yeah, he, he goes either to talk way, to her. Either yeah, way, imagine mm. our immense relief when they reveal the actual gag, and it's yes. she's a mermaid. She's a mermaid, and uh, Master Roshi has a whole stages of grief here, where he realizes, well, shit, no, I can't, I can't have sex with a fish tail. She got boobs though. That's still good. He says, that's, that's yeah, literally Goku, like you guys what he, right. Goku says she's wearing just a shirt. She ain't wearing any pants. She doesn't know what the hell yeah. she's talking about. And right, also, right. Um, uh, I, I did notice that like in the original, and when we watched in the original, in the English version we watched er, earlier, 
he's running back to her and go, and and Roshi looks upset for some reason and it didn't really make any sense. Yeah. But now it does because he doesn't have panties in his hand. Right. Yeah. He thinks that Goku blew it for him, uh, asking for this date. But yeah, Roshi then begins to aggressively hit on her and basically proposition her. And she... yeah, he straight up's just like, "Hey, can I grab your boobs?" And uh, this yeah. woman rules uh, because she punches him in the fucking face and swims away. Yeah, uh, breaks his glasses, and again, we're doing this this Master Roshi back and forth where he he's my I hate him with my everything. One scene, and then the next scene is like, "Well, that was funny." Because he takes off his broken glasses and pulls out another unbroken pair and puts them on, and that's a good yeah. gag. The fact that's that a she good was gag. the fact that she was a mermaid, what was kind of funny. Yeah. Even with all the like the perversion stuff was was gross, but like the 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 punchline of like oh she's a mermaid so that's why she doesn't want to go on a walk with them. Okay, that's that's okay. By uh, the standards yeah, Jap- of this Japanese episode, this scene not is what he good. asked for. Right. Um, yeah. And then yeah, at least she like fucking decks him. Yeah. Uh, and Goku says, "Oh, I understand how this was martial arts training. Now you were teaching me about always keeping your guard up because you got punched in the face." Uh, and Roshi just kind of tries to play it off, like, yeah, uh-huh. Yep, that's, that's it. And, uh, he tells Goku to find one like her, but with legs. Um, now, honestly, at this point, Roshi, uh, can go to hell, because Goku did what he asked for. He got, he got him a girl. It's, it's Roshi's fucking fault that he blew it. Yeah. Like Goku has done what was asked of boobs. him. He immediately asked that. Yeah, like, that is not Goku's problem. He has you, done what Roshi has asked Goku twice Goku has now. fulfilled the request. Yeah. It's not Goku's fault that Roshi is bad at being specific. Yeah. Well, no, it, that's the thing. He was okay with her being a mermaid. He was, like, not wild about it. He was like, eh, I can make this work. Uh, and then he just blew it with her. Uh, tough shit. That's not Goku's problem. If, if I pay you to train me at... If I go to, like, a local Taekwondo school and pay them 50 bucks and they, like, get robbed, that's not my fault. I still get my lesson. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, Goku is setting off to find him another girl. Yeah, um, Roshi, but... uh, actually, we got a thought bubble from, from Roshi. That's like, he's, the reason he's so desperate to have Goku try again right now is because, uh-huh. like, Turtle is on vacation. Oh, right. Uh, and he's like, I've only got so much time to woo a woman without that fucking wet blanket around. Without my parole officer being here. Yeah. That's probably... That's Turtle's real job, right? You know what? Turtle's a fucking God. saint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Before Goku better can... than Roshi. And he fucking... Yeah, oh, 100%. protect other people. <laughs> uh, before Goku can leave, uh, they see a boat on the horizon. Because uh, Krillin has finally arrived. And instead of just pulling his boat up to the island, he stops way out in the middle of the ocean and does a gigantic flying flip through the air. It's very impressive until... Yeah, it's really cool until he lands <laughs> on his head. It's impressive, but... <laughs> right, he lands on his head and, like, digs it into the sand, and Goku's gotta, like, free him. And uh, Krillin just sort of... Krillin behaves like a cat does when they mess up a jump, where he just kind of pretends like he meant to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, He's like, uh, hey, are you Master Roshi? Um, Yeah. I'm here to try and train with you. My name's Krillin. Yeah, and uh, Master Roshi tells him, like, well, that's cool, but I don't train any jabroni what shows up here. Um, 
He's like, well, what if I gave you this porno mag? Yes. Because and... obviously Krillin did his research and knows what, right. you know, uh, Master Roshi's into. There is a really good shot, too, where Krillin gets a sparkle on his eye, and then Roshi gets a sparkle on his eye back at him, and then Krillin pulls yeah. the porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, they really do of... play up, like, this idea that Krillin is, like, in spite of the fact that he fucking, you know, face-planted in the sand, they're still really working hard to, to portray him as, like, mysterious and badass. Mysterious and badass, but also, like, we're, we're starting to get the sense that he's kind of a, uh, not a trickster, but he's, he's kind of a scammer, you know? He, he, he's hustling. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, he gives uh, Roshi the porn, and uh, it Roshi finds it to his satisfaction, and tells him to go with Goku to go find him a girl, and then he'll train them. Okay. Yeah, and then so Krillin tries to ride the Nimbus with Goku. What one yeah. thing first? Um, Goku makes a bad joke about Krillin being bald. Oh. Like yeah. whatever. Um, but like in the Japanese version, he says, "Your head is just like a pachinko ball, huh?" How does oh, Goku sure. know what a pachinko ball is? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, you, it made this huge thing about how he doesn't know what TVs are, doesn't know what refrigerators are, doesn't know what a light switch is. He was all about pachinko the machines. He, Apparently, that's what a pachinko machine he is. He did get chased by a giant one, though. Giant pinball, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I uh, do like that Krillin, like, defends, you know, because he shaves his head, and he defends right. it and says, that, look, Master Roshi has it too, and Master Roshi's like, no, I'm just, I just... I'm just naturally bald. <laughs> right, yeah. It's it's a pretty good goof. Uh, but, yeah, Roshi sends them off. Krillin cannot get on to the Flying Nimbus because he is not pure of heart, which immediately yeah. puts Roshi on guard. And Krillin uh, instantly becomes super apologetic and explains that his entire sack was full of porn because he didn't know how much he would need to give Roshi to get trained. Do we also mention that um, Krillin is, like, Roshi's, like, excited because he thinks that Krillin can find a girl because Krillin obviously right, yeah, understands yeah. the concepts right, that right. Roshi is trying Krillin to put down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but basically... So uh, we, we get this, like, gag of, like, Krillin constantly putting new porns into Roshi's hand and he flips through them really fast and gets handed the next one. And, like, there's a, a porno mag for dudes, or, you know, of dudes. There's a muscle mag magazine, there. yeah. And, like... Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, 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 like it's actually got the, the English the English word homo on it. Oh, does, does it? it? Yeah. I missed that. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's, it's a quick cutaway gag. He hands, he hands Roshi in rapid succession, like, five right. what are basically playboys in a row, and then, and then right. one and, playgirl and, and, right at the end. Roshi almost, like... It's almost like Roshi's eating too fast, and he chokes on a chicken bone when he reaches that one. I, I, uh, I can't, and like and while you know like it's a it's a bit of a gay joke which sucks but yeah also Krillin brought these magazines thinking like oh what's sexy right and he brought a yeah a magazine with naked dudes in it Kr- Krillin, so Krillin canonically bisexual canonically bisexual yeah I mean I I want to believe that too but also I feel like that might have just been his backup plan in case his information about Master Roshi was off a little bit that no, I mean I just y- want to think that Krillin's bisexual yeah. Like, like, Mike, your explanation makes sense. The explanation that Krillin's bisexual is pref- is I like better. So <laughs> I like it better, too, but also I'm not willing to give the show the benefit of the doubt ever. I'm willing to insert interpretations to make it better where it allows me to. Yeah. I definitely don't think that was Akutoriyama's, like, intention. No, God, no. But God, I no. do think that I like the idea of Krillin being bi. 
And I don't yeah. think there's okay. Anything so we're, ta to, like... we're taking the uh, we're taking the Overwatch fandom approach to Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> like, yeah, no zero points given to uh, you know Toei or uh, Akira Toriyama, but I'm gonna pretend that that was intentional. Uh, and yeah, Goku and Krillin go off on an adventure to find Master Roshi a girlfriend. Well, the episode ends with like. Master Roshi's still looking at porn, and they're still on the island. But yeah, it's gonna happen next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, maybe the worst episode of this show so far. It's yeah, it was. There it are was, some contenders. But... Yeah, there are, but this one is one of them. Yeah, because like um, the you know trying to instill toxic masculinity in Goku, being like a total creep, and you know. Should we actually try and rank them? No, uh, no, I don't want to think just, about it anymore. That's just gonna be a whole lot of sadness. <laughs> but yeah, like it's there's a lot of like on top of Rastoroshi being a piece of shit, he's yeah. also like actively, you know, saying other women like aren't beautiful mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of some superficial bullshit, and yeah. he's like trying to get Goku to get it, and it's bad. Yeah. Uh. So. We got some questions to round this episode out. Not a ton, because I was very late posting the thing. Um, but, uh, let's see. Prince of Wokanda, <laughs> Sirius Tiberius, who has a very good Twitter handle, uh, says, Can you eat the Nimbus? Would you? We've talked about this before, I think. That flying Nimbus looks a lot like cheesy mashed potatoes, and I want to eat it. My problem is it seems to be sentient. Mmm, you know. Whatever. Uh, and that was followed up from a question from former guest, definitely exists, who says, uh, if you eat the Nimbus, can you fly? That's Cassie, by the way, my girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you fall... So if you jump on the Nimbus, you fall through it if you're not pure of heart. If you eat the Nimbus... I guess you can't eat the Nimbus unless you're pure of heart. But since the Nimbus is sentient, eating it would probably be an impure act. So it's probably impossible to eat the Nimbus cloud, actually. Yeah. Huh. But if you could, you could fly, I think. Someone would eat it and be, like, super excited, and then it would come out of their body and be like, you lost your privileges. What right, if instead right, of, right. like, <laughs> eating it, you're like, hey, Nimbus, I want you to just kind of go into my lungs for a bit, Yeah. and I want to be a balloon. Yeah, if you negotiated with the Nimbus, I think you could work something out. If, if, if it was like, hey, Nimbus, would you satisfy my inflation fetish? Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, seriously, I mean, like, to your point, unless you specifically had that fetish, I think you would just ride the Nimbus if you wanted yeah. to fly. Yeah. Serious Ser <laughs> Tiberius has two more quick follow-ups. Could Thor ride the Nimbus, and could Goku use, uh, Majolnir? Or however you say that. No, uh, and yes. Not, I, we'll see, I, I would flip it. I, I think Thor could ride the Nimbus, and here's the thing. I think Japanese, uh, subtitle Goku could not lift Mjolnir because he's got, like, the fighting spirit and all that stuff, but he's not, like, he doesn't have any sense of duty or responsibility. He just likes fighting stuff. American Funimation, you know, old-fashioned dub Goku, where they rewrote a bunch of his lines to make him more heroic, he could use Mjolnir. Mjolnir, by the way. Mjolnir. Is that how you say it? Yeah, you don't it's yeah, no J sound. Okay, that's yeah. that makes sense. Uh, I That's my take on it. My take on it is that uh, Thor absolutely not gonna be able to ride Nimbus. He he loves he loves uh, he loves women and wine entirely too much. 
or, or mead or whatever. Uh, ale? I don't know. I guess it depends on, like, we really don't have a strong sense of, like, what the Nimbus considers pure of heart. Because, like, okay, Master Roshi's not pure. That makes perfect sense. Of course he's not. By no metric would he ever be considered that way. But Goku is, and that's, okay, that's no good. Krillin's kind of a little shit, but he is apparently going to be able to ride it now that he's confessed to the secret porn. So I don't know. I don't know if he's actually going to be able to... We, we don't see him get on the Nimbus. We, I'm not sure we he don't Yeah, that's it. true. That's true. He might not um, be able to still. Goku might just carry him or something. Yeah. My my kind of argument, both with Goku in both versions being able to lift Mjolnir and Thor not being able to ride the Nimbus, is that in the beginning of Thor... And, and, and again, I'm purely going off the movies here. I know nothing about the comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor is able to weird Mjolnir... Before he learns his lesson and becomes more of a good guy, when he just likes fighting at the beginning of that movie. Well, also like, okay, and then and then Odin, like takes it from him to teach him a lesson. Spoilers right. for Thor Ragnarok: being a good person has nothing to do with wielding the only. Well, no, no, well, it's it's being a good person by the like, uh, the like Nordic gods standard, which is no. different than. Have you like, guys seen Thor Ragnarok? I have not. No. no. Okay, because Hela who is a genocidal monster, can wield Thor, can wield Mjolnir. Well, no, I understand that, but I, I thought the idea, because, like, I... No, the idea is he had to be, like, fit to rule and have, like, duty. Right. But, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, fit to rule does not necessarily mean you're a good person. I think well, also no. just really liking to fight probably well, yeah, counts, I, I, just that, that was always what my, I know of Norse mythology. That was always my understanding of it, is that, like... Like, because I've seen arguments where, like, well, Superman couldn't lift Mjolnir because he's pure-hearted and, like, doesn't, like, he doesn't match the, uh, the Nordic gods, like, standard of what, like, a, a hero is, Wait, even did, though he's, by big, our standards, he's obviously a hero. I mean, Captain America there a big DC Marvel crossover right. where Superman totally carried Mjolnir around? I think it's, I think it's varied from time to time. Because yeah. I think there's also times where Mjolnir is, like, because Superman, in addition to being weak to Kryptonite, is weak to magic. And he also, uh, yeah. well, he's, not, he's not weak to magic. He's susceptible to magic. Yeah, he's he's just as, as susceptible, susceptible to it as anybody anyway. else. Is yeah, the thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And also, but like I'm looking up Superman Mjolnir now. Also, so, Hulk's lifted Mjolnir before over just like pure brute strength. There yeah. is def okay. The first result is a Google image result of Superman with Captain America's shield in one hand and Mjolnir in the other. So you know, yeah, that happens. Shoot, I, I forgot I mean, what I was that is, say. That is, that is also movie Mjolnir compared right. to comics Mjolnir, which is all different. But, like, sure. okay, like, the point is, Mjolnir is, I don't think it's about being pure of heart or good, but I do think Thor is pure of heart. Even, so if he, even, when, he, even when he's a dick, he, he's just, like, he's not, like, responsible. And Goku's not responsible. Yeah. So, I, I do want to say this, vis-a-vis uh, -vis Goku uh, wielding Mjolnir. So the Norse have a big thing about, like, the best possible way you can die is in glorious combat. Goku has died in glorious combat multiple times. Yeah, He's like the ultimate that's Viking. That's true. He's done it a lot. Goku would love that whole system, yeah. I mean, listen, we're going to see Goku in the afterlife. Uh, he basically does treat it like Valhalla, where you just get to fight forever. Yeah. Well, God, I, I want to see Goku fight Thor now. F fuck Man. Goku v Superman. I want to see Goku v Thor. Goku, Goku v Thor would be a great fight. Well, well see, there, uh, there's the, the problem with every... the there's another thing about the afterlife in, in Dragon Ball that I want to point out is that Goku yeah, gets yeah. to keep his body because he's a hero. Yes. Everyone else well, in the afterlife are just like little puffballs of smoke. 
Yeah, well, it's... It, when Goku Cloud. first dies... Ugh, God, this is all gonna be so far away. When Goku first dies, uh, they let him keep his body because they need to train it up to fight the Saiyans. The second time he dies, they just don't mention it. They're like, eh, I don't know, he gets to keep it, sure. No, I, I don't think... I don't. No, no, he doesn't get to keep his body because he gets to fight the Saiyans, because the, the Afro doesn't care about that. Uh, the, uh, at, at least in the, again, who knows how stuff shifts around from version to version. In the English version that I watched recently, it was Kami makes special arrangements that Goku will get to keep his body because they need to wish him back and they need oh, him to, okay. like, go train. I, I remember, a trans maybe I just imagined that, but I could have sworn the reason was because he was a hero. That could entirely be, like, either a retconned thing. You know, who knows? Yeah, okay, yeah. We don't know yet. We don't do our research on this show. Like, that that uh, very level-headed and honest review on iTunes told us. Yeah, and that's not sarcastic. It was. And um, yeah, I, I will say part of the charm of the show is that we're discovering the show as we go on. Even the, even yeah. me and you have, who have seen kinda, it yeah, yeah, are yeah. still just kind of discovering things about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on to another question because I've already invoked so much wrath about mentioning Superman and Mjolnir and apparently being wrong about it. Uh, Gwen asks, "When does Dragon Ball get good?" And uh, you don't, don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just doesn't. I don't know anymore. It might not get good until Z. <laughs> See this, and even then, then Z though. still fucks up sometimes. <laughs> like. Z as a law of average doesn't fuck up as much because like I mean, all the all the joke characters are not in it as often. We, we it, talked about it, I think last week. Even Super is fucking up in the same way as Dragon Ball is. So eh, I don't know. So so it's this true. is this is where I reveal that this has all been my fucking like <laughs> usual <laughs> suspects <laughs> ass fucking uh, plan. Like you thought that this was going to be uh, us embarking on a quest for you to show me that Dragon Ball was good. Right. Whereas this, secretly, this whole time, this has been my campaign to show you that Dragon Ball is bad. I'm yeah. just thinking about the Saiyan saga. I don't think there's anything like bad in that. Um, hold on. Though that is a risky claim to make. Let's think it through. I said I don't uh, think. I right, 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 right. I know. I know. I know. Uh, hmm, hmm. Because King Kai's whole thing is that he just likes jokes. Like, there's a similar scene in Z where Goku reaches King Kai is like, "Oh, you have to train me." And King Kai's like, well, I will, but you gotta do something for me first. But instead of getting a woman, King Kai's like, you have to tell me a funny That's joke. Like King Kai's the good version of Master King Roshi. Kai rules! I love King, King Kai! King Kai's great! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Master Roshi. King Kai, is ma King Kai is the character we've been talking about. He's Master Roshi, but he's just a kooky old man, except he also knows shit. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God, I wish we could have King Kai in this show. If only we started on Z. <laughs> Only, like, 50 more episodes. <laughs> more than that. Oh, is it... Wait. Was it 150 episodes of Dragon yeah, Ball? Yeah, it's yeah. True. yeah, it was. I thought it was just 50 for a second there. It's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes. What are we doing? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? Uh, anyway, um, Prince of... Uh, Van, Sirius Tiberius asked a lot of questions. Every main cast member of Dragon Ball's favorite Marvel movie... Okay, wow. Which one has the best fighting in it? Because that's what Goku likes. Wait, so we need to figure out the favorite Marvel movies of each of the Dra Dragon Ball casts? Is that the question? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... Yeah, maybe Civil War. That's got a lot of fighting in it. Um... What's the one where... What's one where, like, someone does a lot of training to get strong to fight somebody? Because, like, Captain America kind of, but he also gets super serum. And I think Goku would be like, 
No, he should have just trained harder. I mean, Ant-Man's all about training to use the suit properly. Yeah, but that's training to be, like, clever and tricky. Yeah, I don't, Goku I don't wants think to see someone... I don't think there's any movie in the trilogy that's like that. Of just someone lifting a lot trilogy, of weights. What am I saying? Any movie in the MCO that's about someone getting yeah. better at fighting. I don't think that's yeah. a thing. Besides, I, uh, I kind of fell off the, the Marvel train right before Ant-Man, which is ironic considering me, but... Um, sure. So I, like, I, I'm, I'm going off, like, bad. the first two... I yeah. like Ant-Man. Ant-Man's all right. No, I, I'm sure they're good. It's just I stopped... I stopped having, uh, basically, I stopped being into the whole thing enough to bother to go to the theater, and I'm I really watched, bad uh, about getting around to watching movies at home. Yeah, I, I've so. never been like super big on Marvel movies, and then I saw Civil War, and I was like, oh, well, I don't need to watch any more of these. <laughs> okay, cool. I like Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, eh. uh, I mean, listen, no, yeah, no shade. That's fine. Yeah. Like what you like. Um, but yeah, I'm having to think of probably Captain America, I guess, for Goku. I, I feel like Bulma would just like Iron Man. Oh, yes, I was going to say, one. Bulma's 100% in on Iron Man. I don't know which one, but definitely Iron Man. I would Man. say the first one. The first one is has him doing a lot of, like, engineering in his lab, so probably, yeah. yeah. yeah the, fir- she- the first one is probably the most, like, direct, like, I'm rich and a scientist, and that's why I can do this. I can right, see her right, being right. into RDJ, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Master, which one's just got the most, like tits in it for master roshi i don't know fuck it i mean they're not none of them are, are super sexualized but they definitely yeah. have stuff in it that's like that's yeah, roshi like some marvel porn parody i don't know uh hmm. this question's kind of going nowhere i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> he, likes, he likes iron man 2 only for the scene where black widow kicks butt in it Oh, oh, speaking of ant-man uh yancha likes ant-man the best because it's about a heist and he likes stealing yeah sure there you go. I'm done with this question. I'll say Ant-Man is just a heist yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. a pretty good heist movie. Gwen, again, Sorry, that's, asks, that's, that is that is the uh, risk you take when you send a podcast of questions like, what would each character like out of the book? Blah, blah, blah. When it, well, listen. Because sometimes not everybody on the podcast is super into whatever it is. Serious Tiberius asked a lot of questions, and most of them were good. So let's I mean, cut I, them I'm, yeah. like, I'm into Marvel that's... movies, but I can't think of the other characters. Yeah. I mean, listen, I that, I, I, that's that's <laughs> yeah. not me insulting the question or judging. It's like, but that's just, that is the gamble you take when you when you format a question that way. Sure. I do not know Tiberius very well, but he's but the, they seem cool from, like, what I've seen, heard of them on uh, yeah, he's uh, a cool Dustin, guy. Dustin's uh, RPG podcast. Yeah, he's he's rad. He's a cool dude. Uh, we should probably get him on sometime. Yeah, we should invite him on. That would be good, actually. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, been on, he's been on TDMA times. before, so, like, yeah. Oh, has he? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was once a long time. We need to get him on TDMA. Was I, was I on the episode like with him? One. Because I, now I'm thinking that I should say I shouldn't say I don't remember. I didn't know that because now I'm vaguely remembering I might have been on the episode with him. I don't. Yeah, think it, it was were. a while I think ago. It was just him, me, and Zach. Was, okay, was, was, okay. Wasn't it Moth? Zach yeah, it was it was moths. the it was the episode where Zach fought Moth. That's season one. That was like forever. yeah, that was a oh, long time. Oh right, ago. right. I remember now. Yes, that was great. That was before you guys uh, knew me. That's true. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gwen again asks, uh, which character from today's episode is better in Fighter Z? I use Krillin in DBFZ, and I like him a lot. He's just weird. Uh, he's cool. You he's got a lot of like on totally. You were talking about Untotally Reprised about how, like, you're not yeah. really into his whole clone thing anymore. Uh, not as much. I, I've, like, come back to using him more, and I'm I'm liking it more now because I'm getting a better sense of how to use it. Mm-hmm. But he's just got a lot of weird spacing moves, and I don't know. He's he's a fun character to use. 
Um, I have not played much with Goku at all, but I kind of wanna. He seems like he might be pretty cool. I know I've tried uh, uh, Zach, Super Saiyan Blue Goku, and I don't like him. Uh, a Zack from uh, TWA fame. Uh, yes. He, he seems to have a... He said he had his, a team of all Gokus. His his main team right now is uh, Goku, Super Saiyan Blue Goku, and Goku Black. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to actively not have Goku on my team. Like Right now, I have Goku Black on my yeah. team because I still haven't unlocked Android 21 because I haven't gone back to that story yet. Oh, that story <laughs> mode is... I, I mean, I like it, but it's long. It's too long. Yeah, it's way too long. Um, yeah, it's got like cute moments, but it's just it's so much filler. Uh, let's see. At Cosmic Sea Turtle asks, "What fictional character would you want Goku to fight the most?" We kind of covered that. Four. Really? <laughs> I we mean, said that. We said we said we'd like to see that. I don't know if we said that that would be the absolute oh, sure. most. Yeah, yeah. The thing um, with any, like, could Goku win in a fight against this person argument is you always have to pin down Goku from what era because he gets, he's got a wide spectrum of strength, well, I, especially I like, now. I feel like the question is not who do you think he'd win. I think he, sure. what do you want to, who do you want to see him fight? Well, right, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, like, really good people Goku could fight. Um, Dr. Manhattan. Oh, okay, I think Dr. Manhattan could still beat him. I'm not saying he could. I'm not saying who would win. I'm just saying I'd like to see him fight Doctor Manhattan. I think it'd be an interesting yeah. fight because the like, thing is, I don't even think in Watchmen Doctor Manhattan fights anybody. No, he not just at all. Waves his hand and they explode. No, exactly. No. Yeah. And I mean, like, like I that's, that's kind of the point is he's just kind of God. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want Goku to fight God. <laughs> well, watch Dragon Ball Super. I have. I saw. I've watched. Him, I've watched him fight Beerus, and I. But yeah. I, it would be different than the Beerus fight because Goku would have to like somehow figure out how to even fight Dr. Manhattan in the first place. Right. Which is yeah. why I think it'd be interesting. Sure, sure. Uh, there's, yeah, man, Dragon Ball Super's weird. If anyone Ugh. could beat Dr. Manhattan, it would be Goku. Yeah. Just because his whole thing is figuring out how to beat people who are way stronger than him. Yeah. The, uh, man... <laughs> That's, like, the argument that I saw on, like, one of... Because I think they made two of them on Death Battle because people didn't like the first one. But their sure. argument was that, was that Superman is the most strong and you know it no one can beat superman that's his whole thing while goku his whole thing is beating the odds sure his like whole thing is like beerus is way stronger than him but he somehow finds a way to beat him well superman and goku is the ultimate example of like what superman and what goku because both characters have had very different levels of strength throughout their lifetimes Mm mm-hmm yeah, like it is a. It is I'm a not plot interested point. in Superman and Goku anymore because it's so overdone. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it, it is actually but, a plot point in the DC universe about how the original Golden Age Superman is so ridiculous that he now exists as a multiversal like threat. Yeah, like like there there is like super old Superman where he can leap tall buildings in a single bound. Goku's gonna kick the shit out of that Superman. Yeah. But then there's Supermans that like can hold suns in their hands and, you know, do, have every power. Like, Goku can't do anything about that. Like, it, it depends a lot. But, yeah, I think that's it for questions. What, I, I do uh, want to say for my uh, uh, ideal Goku fight, so there was an episode of Super that I heard about where he kind of fights uh, what's her name from Dr. Slump? Oh, uh, and it's like, uh, oh, Aurel, no, I yeah, can't Aerial. fight a cartoon physics character. I kind of want more of that. Well, that yeah, that's uh, Vegeta, you know, who comes in is like well, no. Goku does it a little bit. Vegeta lot. Uh, Vegeta loses to her. Well, no. What, what, so how that episode goes is uh, she shows up, 
and uh, Goku, because there's a crossover episode in Dragon Ball, so Goku's like, oh, hey, I remember you. And uh, she wants to play, and Goku's like, shit, yeah, let's fight. And um, it immediately becomes clear to everybody else that the two of them will destroy the world if they fight each other. So Vegeta jumps in, he's like, Goku, you can't fight a gag character. It's not gonna go well. And, uh, yeah, then, yeah, Vegeta gets the shit kicked out of him by this little girl. Because she just has cartoon physics powers. I think, I think I want, uh, just based purely on, okay, what's this, what's the character who's, like, superpowers are specifically cartoon physics? So I guess I want to see Goku fight Jim Carrey's The Mask. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Great. Good. (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm spitballing yeah. here. No, no, sure. I, sure, I was sure. going to just say Bugs Bunny, but you know what? That's probably happened. <laughs> I don't think it's happened. <laughs> Bugs, Bugs Bunny's not much of a fighter. He's much more wily. Is a rally much of a fighter? No, I guess... Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's true. Anyway. Oh. Emily, where can people find you online? Okay, well, you can find me on other audience podcasts, like... Uh... In Pursuit of Passions and mm. War and Beast. And you can also okay. find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Okay. Uh, you should you should do that, everybody. Go go do that. Oh, Mike, thanks. what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, you can hear me on Teenagers with Attitude right here on AudioEntropy.com. And you can find me in the old train station where I died ten years ago that I haunt to this day. Nice. Yeah, check that out, everyone. What? As for me, you can find Baby, me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. <laughs> Emily, please, I'm, I'm giving my plugs. You gotta... You yeah, let's not be rude. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find me on a bunch of stuff on Audio Entropy. Still gotta get that cosmic call-up. Shit, I gotta do that. Man, I got a lot of... St- I'm very busy right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you can check out a bunch of great shows that... Uh, like Transmission Radio or D Comedy or Digital Moncast. Check them out. They're all great. And if you agree with me that they're great, go up there and hit the uh, donate button. Give us a couple bucks for we can pay for web hosting. That'd be cool. Um, also, yeah, give us your money so we don't have to make ads for underwear. I mean, we're, listen, that implies that we would have we have the option of making ads for underwear. I will I will plug the shit out of some underwear if they will give us money. <laughs> if I could do this for a job and we just had to shell some crap, fuck I would. Listen, yeah, but <laughs> listen, let's not let's not get into that right now. <laughs> and if it's not too much trouble, pop on over to iTunes, give us a review. A few more people gave us one since last time. I'm gonna look at them. We got one from uh Cure V, who just said greatness, five stars. Aww. Absolutely hilarious. The hosts never fail to make me laugh, and the way they talk without research reminds me of my group of friends. <laughs> when we were young and didn't have the internet, we would just spread whatever we heard or believed until the show proved it one way or the other. It's really good. It's really good. You know what? You know what? That's a good point. The way we do things makes it a more authentic Dragon Ball experience. That is a better joke than anything any of us said this episode. <laughs> Chelly <laughs> oh. uh, uh, Jelly, who I suspect is my wonderful girlfriend Chelsea, who edits this podcast, says my name. my favorite Dragon Ball podcast. This is the best Dragon Ball podcast I've ever listened to. All the hosts are super cool and funny, especially Luke, who sounds very cute and charming. I absolutely recommend it. This has to be Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, 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 one hundred percent. 
Yeah. <laughs> not that uh, no one else would think you're cute and charming. Hey, well, if it's not Chelsea, back off. I got somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Todd25 says, More audio entropy awesomeness. Another great show from the Audio Entropy Network. I can relate to Mike because I also missed the DBZ hype growing up and only managed to catch up after borrowing a lot of DVDs from friends and binge-watching the entirety of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z in a couple months. The hosts all have great chemistry and bounce off each other very well and are just a lot of fun to listen to. And I look forward to hearing more from these guys. That's so sweet. It was all very nice. You're all nice people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, if you have an opinion on our complete failure to research anything about this show, chime in in the iTunes reviews. Let's get a real dialogue going. <laughs> I like that we made out the iTunes reviews our forum. Yeah, just turn that into a web forum, please. <laughs> you know, folks, go- I-, I-, I want somebody, go into iTunes, leave us, uh, I don't know, a-, a three or four star review, and like just ask-, ask us what we had for lunch today. Well, I'll say so far we have a one star review, a three star review, and three five star reviews. Now... Listen, I want them five-star reviews, but we could use a two- and a four-star review to summon the iTunes dragon. Anyway. We can't get seven, though. No, well, I think there's probably only five iTunes balls, because there's only five stars. Got you. So what does the iTunes dragon do? Um, probably gives you a couple free, like, MP3s. Oh, nice. Score. Yeah, definitely. Is there, like, a catalog you get to choose from, or, like, what? I, I assume the iTunes catalog, yeah. Okay. Wow, wow Mike. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mike, I don't, I don't know if... <laughs> I, don't, I don't use iTunes. I don't know how it works. That's true, because you're apparently dead. When were you oh, going to yeah. tell me that? <laughs> we need to leave. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Should we sign off? Yeah, why? Oh, wait, no, we have a sign-off. I forgot. That's how this show works. Goku and Krillin embark on a journey to give Master Roshi a girlfriend, and I don't like it. Maybe it'll be alright, though. Launch is coming, I think, next episode. That'll be cool. Tune in next time on the Home for Infinite Losers. (laughs) Michael, it's okay that you're a ghost. I still love you. (laughs) 